Shalashayim Kavim in the morning. <laughs> Hello, y'all. It's been a while, but I'm uh, yeah. I'm here with a uh, Joshy yeah, Washi fucking Karimi candle lighter Perez. <laughs> That's so random. Anyways, we do have some exciting news for y'all today. Yeah, um, Kareem and I are no longer just friends. We've actually elevated our relationship to a romantic one, and we're lovers. Oh, we so. just we thought y'all just deserved to know. Yeah, and, uh, you know, we just wanted to offer an explanation for our brief podcast hiatus. Yeah, you know, we've, just been, we've just really been really busy exploring ourselves and each other, and um, what we can create between us, and the things that can go. In between and us come. and come. <laughs> Anyways, uh, you know we've been having fun off mic. Uh, yeah, maybe even on mic a little bit. Maybe Who knows? But just you a know. little. little, little. <laughs> I'll turn off the mic, Kareem. <laughs> I saw got you. <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, yeah. y'all, uh, we we've been having a lot of fun. Yeah, um, I, mean, I mean a lot of stressors. A lot yeah, of, uh, lots of stressors. Um, junior year, just like it was in high school, fucking horrible in college. It sucks. It does not get any better. Anyone debating to go to college, don't do it. Yeah, it sucks. Should, uh, <laughs> just give up now. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. We we have a uh, completely fun, totally planned episode for y'all today. We hope yep. y'all have been doing good. I mean, it's been what four months since our last season. Probably even more. I don't know. That, what we ended like no, it's had to be like six months or something because we ended. It might be because we ended in March, right? March. Either way, if someone wants to work out the math, you know, let us know what you come up with. We're um, just we're excited to be back. Yeah, we're wow. happy to be back. COVID still rampant apparently, yeah. but I guess people don't care anymore. I don't care <laughs> as much as I used to. No, I definitely I feel that because I. I don't know, I feel like I always used to be like very like, you know, masked, constant hand washing, did an absolute number on my hands, like yeah. drier than a motherfucker. Yeah. But and you know <clears throat> first week back at school I got COVID and I was like, Well, shit. And then I didn't wear a mask after I recovered from it. I mean I like C D C recommended wearing a mask for five days, did that. But I was just like no yeah. one else is wearing a mask. I'm gonna be a sheep and just join him. I don't know, because I, I, I agree, it's definitely progressed a lot quicker than most other pandemics historically. Yeah. And I don't know, I feel like it's time to actually kind of get out there and explore and be oneself again. Yeah. Because otherwise, you know, it's gonna be this kind of like rut between, you know, people half doing it, half not doing it, and just having these like, almost like, basically political like, yeah, divisions between you know like oh okay like we're gonna go back to masks half the population's gonna do it half of it isn't it's just not even gonna and work anymore it doesn't do shit you know like people are still fucking dying from it which is horrible and but like I don't know our government doesn't care anymore yeah. and half the people in the US don't care anymore never cared yeah and now more people don't care so what's the point you know no literally and I mean, kind of I would say, like, you know, but at this point, people have either been, like, vaxxed and boosted, yeah. and are, you know, thriving, doing fine, completely immune-ish, yeah. and then the other 
chunk of the population that didn't give a fuck to start with got COVID and that has like acquired immunity and they still don't give a crap. Yeah. So and I mean they'll never be vaccinated. So you know but, triple vaccinated, like three shots. I'm sure I'll get the booster, but I have to wait because I got COVID again. Yeah. And I've gotten COVID twice. I'm feeling pretty immune, immune knock on wood, though. <laughs> knock on fucking wood. Third time's the charm, Josh. Yeah, three vaccines, three infections. Maybe we'll uh, do good. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but I don't know. We're, we're excited to welcome y'all to season two. Uh, I think we have a lot of fun stuff planned for you yeah. guys. Definitely have some uh, almost game shows, but talk almost shows. Game shows. I don't know yet. We're, we're kind of going to... I think uh, we're going to have some games. Like, I'll come with some questions. Maybe Kareem will answer it sort of trivia style. Or maybe some interesting trivia about myself, and you'll have to answer it. That'd be kind of fun. You know, some Learn true more false about type each of other, shit. You know, get ready for those marriage Maybe even some, like, blind dating. You maybe. Know, blind dates type of thing. Yeah. Who knows? We have a lot of ideas. We have a lot of ideas. You know, we've had some time to think about what direction we want to take this podcast. And uh, I think we're going to treat it as uh, seriously as we did when we first started. Yeah, I think that's the exact vibe. <laughs> Nothing's going to change. Uh, except for everything. Except for everything. Actually, except every the amount of changing. work. Yeah. The amount of work. Um, I will say, me and Josh have definitely both had a much busier semester. Yeah. Um, Just no time. No time. Negative three time, really. Yeah. Literally Which is dying. really crappy. I don't know, like, at least for me, I feel like my junior year has been a lot of the, like, prereqs that I didn't want to take during my freshman year, because mm. I was like, these are stupid, I don't want to take them, you know? Yeah. And it's like, well, now I have to fucking take them, or I won't graduate, or I won't be able to join in the other classes that I wanted to, you know? Yeah. Which is really crappy, and it really sucks, and it kind of brings me back to, like, the, like, half rut I was in during, like, like second semester, where I was like, none of these classes are you know playing towards my academic and career goals yeah why am i in that yeah yeah that's how i feel with my prereqs is like well okay so i'm taking since i changed my major late Uh i'm kind of catching up but i'm taking this class that's basically like foundation for my major you have to it's it's a proofwriting class and you have to take it to do every all the other upper level stuff so I feel behind like a lot of people, but I'm also taking like introductory stuff that I need to take like programming. Yeah. And then I'm taking prereqs like liberal arts and stuff, which is interesting. Or it's not liberal arts, but you know, those requirements. It's interesting, but you know, it's, it has no relevance to my major. And I understand we need to take it, be well-rounded, but um, the classes are made in a way to where you know, they understand that you don't really care either. Yeah. And so there's just less work. I feel like it kind of makes it shit, you know, like, even like, you know, we still teach Gen Chem Labs, and yeah. for many people that is just a prereq, you know, mm-hmm. or a graduation requirement, or whatever, you know, they just, they have to take it. Yeah. They don't want to be here, which is really crappy, because like, I was, uh, I was actually, I was talking to some of the people that I'm going to like start working for, or mm-hmm. with, uh, research lab Mm -hmm. and we were talking you know about how different uh like science labs are structured in terms of like who teaches them yeah and you know like for all the bio labs it's bio grad students you know phd seeking students that have to teach bio labs and they don't get a choice Mm -hmm. 
they hate their life every second they're in there because they don't want to be there. Yeah. And you know, 90% of the kids that are in there also don't want to be in there. Yeah. So it's a lot of like uh, no forestry majors that don't want to be there. There's people like me that just aren't, you know, excited by the class. They're not like engaged with yeah. like course materials because it's gonna really happen. simplistic stuff, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, I'm grateful that I got a really solid like high school education. Mm-hmm. But that translates to having a really shitty like first year at college because everything is review. You still have to go to it. I hate a lot of those entry level labs. Like, yeah. They'll, the TAs, I mean, I've done this, will waste time like explaining what you're going to do the whole lab in it. The lab is already written in a way to where it's self explanatory. Exactly. And you have to waste time. And no one wants to waste And it's like, it would be different if they were going over like, you know, like more in depth material or the why or any of that nature. Yeah. But no, like, you know, most of the time it's just a summarized procedures list. And I'm like, then why the fuck do we have the procedures list in front of us if you're going to go over it? Like, what is the point of this? You know, so it doesn't make sense there. But anyways, um, I was talking with a master's student. And uh, she was majoring in, I want to say it was exercise physiology. Mm -hmm. And um, a big, like, central, I guess, like, almost dogma for that community is that if you're, you know, majoring in it, you're graduating, you're going to be practicing in it, you're going to be teaching it, too. Because it is such a, like, specialized, small field. Mm -hmm that you just simply like you're kind of raised in that mindset if that makes sense you know like you're going into it and like from day one you're like okay cool like expect to be teaching this material later on Mm -hmm. you're not really going to get a choice but it's kind of like built into the students yeah so by the time they're doing it they actually really enjoy it because they're prepared exactly and they're prepared for it but you know they get some gratification being like hey you know like there isn't that many people to teach it I'm doing my part, I'm teaching it, because I know someone else did this for me. Yeah. So they take pride in that. And then the students that are in it are also really engaged, because, you know, they want to take it. Yeah. This is also a 300-level lab, and I want to say it's, like, one of the only ones that's offered at NAU. Mm -hmm. So it's, you know, an absolute course requirement, but it also has, like, a direct correlation to, like, what these students want to practice and what they want to go into their career. Yeah. And I genuinely, I don't know, I think that's one of, like, the best setups that I've seen thus far. Yeah, I wish all classes and degree requirements were set up like that, you know. I know, it was nice, because, I mean, I was also talking about, clearly, like, the chem labs. Yeah. Because that's, you know, where I have my experience from. And I think it kind of, like, it divides into two ways, in a sense, for, like, the TAs teaching it. Yeah. Because it's, like, you have people, like, you know that really want to teach it, that really want to be here, that are chem majors, that love this stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, like me, you, like whoever else, you know, really enjoys this material. And they want to kind of pass that on. It's like, for me, I get really stoked when students come up and they're like, hey, you know, like, I really thought I was going to hate this lab. Like, my advisor made me take it, told me it would be like the easiest step, you know, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. But like, you know, I really like it. It's been a great lab, like, you know, not going to take any more, yeah. but I enjoyed my yeah. time that I had yeah. to, you know? Inversely, even, like, uh, I want to say it was close to a month ago now, one of my own kids, I forgot what random major they were, came up to me, and they are like, hey, you know, like, you know, I was, I was thought chem was, you know, kind of just mid. They, they n- didn't want to do anything about it, sure. you know, they didn't want to, like, pursue chemistry at all, they didn't want to, like, you know, it was, it was there, they were okay at it, they thought it was okay, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. They didn't hate it, they didn't love it. 
type of thing, right? Yeah. Came up to me and they're like, hey, you know, like explained all of that. But, you know, after taking this lab this far, like I'm actually really starting to enjoy chemistry. Like wow. I'm really loving this material and I'm honestly like debating changing my major wow. into a chemistry major. And it blew my mind. I was like, holy shit, you know, like for me, that only took yeah. me like two years. And I was like, damn, that kind of sucks that it took me this long to have like that deep of an impact. Yeah. But I was like, holy crap, like, you know, you can still have that deep of an impact with a student, you know? Yeah. Which I think is just a beautiful thing. It is a beautiful thing. It's really, it's just, it's heartwarming. Like That's what you want as a teacher, I feel like. You know? Exactly. I don't know, because I feel like even here, you know, some TAs just don't want to be here. And they're just kind of like roped into it for whatever reason. Yeah. And, you know, given the opportunity to quit, they still won't. Because it's, you know, it's easy and it's known. Yeah. But that doesn't particularly mean they're, you know, good TAs or deserve to be here, you know? Yeah. I mean, I think, like, well, our job is interesting because we're, like, one of the only labs that allows undergrad. So it's a different requirement and different expectations. But I feel like, yeah, I don't understand why you would teach if you don't want to teach. Like, there's, I mean, you can find an easier job on campus if you want, you know? That was, okay, so that was my reasoning for it on, like, how we sometimes end with crappy TAs. Mm-hmm. Not saying that any of our current staff is crappy or anything, you know? Yeah. Just from, like, you know, things I've heard and stuff. But, I don't know, I feel like there's definitely, like, a division between the people that want to be here and want to teach and want to do this. Even if you were an education major, I think this is a great opportunity to yeah. kind of get into it yeah. in a very, like, low-stakes situation right like yeah you're not developing your own curriculum you're not setting up like you know grade standards you're not yeah you're not doing anything of the like behind the scenes work just teaching the content you're just teaching the content you're giving the content you know hey make this interesting engage students and get a good success rate yeah so i feel like it's a really good introduction for even like like i said you know education majors going from anywhere literally from k through 12 so I think the student body that we get in here is really diverse in both like experience in chemistry, like they could straight up just not have any experience whatsoever, not know what the hell a chemical is, what a compound is, what an atom is, you know, like zero, negative three knowledge of it. And you know, you have the opportunity to kind of get them up there. I mean, yeah. of course it's paired with lecture. Yeah. But you know, half the time students are really disengaged in a 200 some person lecture hall, you know? Yeah. And it's definitely much more personalized in a lab setting. I agree. And, you know, you're really talking to the people that are next to you. Mm -hmm. I also feel like my job is a little bit different from specifically lecturing. Yeah. Because it's also like time management. Like, you just have to make sure they have enough time to get out of lab. So, I started doing this thing where... I'll talk about all our procedure and like some basic knowledge understanding. Then I'm like, okay, if you don't understand this part or if you have questions, just ask me and I'll try to fill in the gaps. So it's also allowing the students to take advantage of their own learning, which I think is important as a teacher, like especially for freshmen and sophomores, which is the majority of our students, is like learning how to learn how to learn and how to advocate for yourself, which is also like, I think another place where we really have a chance to, 
have an impact on them, which is like advocating, you know, and really talk about, okay, I understand, you know, I'm a student, I'm in the same situation, and most professors, like, if you want an extension or something, you need to communicate beforehand, you need to advocate, you can't ask after the fact, and you want to, yeah. like, really make sure that your teacher understands that you care, and that you want to do well, and they put in the work. No, I definitely agree. I, I will say, like, you know, even with me, I know it's true, but I bet you, you know, probably 80, if not more, percent of the faculty and staff here is genuinely willing to match the effort put in by a student. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. if you're showing me effort and you mess up, you know, here and there or whatever, and you're showing, you know, like, hey, I'm trying to improve, like, I know I fucked up in the beginning, but, like, you know, I'm like, I've really tried prepping for this, this, and that. Like, is there anything? do you know by all means I will do everything in my capacity or even bring it up higher and being like hey like what what can we do to help the yeah. student you know which I think is really important for the actual students to realize that you know like you were saying like yeah we want them to succeed I mean no no good teacher wants their students to fail no I agree and puts them in a situation where they're most likely to fail and a lot of that just genuinely like you said is teaching students how to learn which is you know complicated by the fact that you know at the same time you also have to learn this entire like course of material yeah but i i will say like you know in a lab setting i feel like it is the easiest place to teach a student how to learn Mm -hmm. because there's a lot of like minute you know okay how do i explain it the questions you get vary so drastically because mm-hmm. it could be anything from like something conceptual and deep you know like mm-hmm. why do we optimize you know like why do we add this what's yeah. the point of doing that yeah to like okay hey like i got my Erlenmeyer flask you know i put in my like khp like what do i do now like how do i like what's what's next yeah you know it's just like you know asking those kind of like next step questions and I think it's important at this stage to kind of distinguish, like, okay, what can you go back and read in your lab manual or, like, you know, in directions or whatever it is and kind of gain a better understanding of it and what's, like, hey, maybe I should go, like, flag my professor down yeah. or, like, my TA or whatever it is. When should you use those other yeah. sources? Yeah. Because I think, I mean, part of it is critical thinking. Like, you're just mm-hmm. practicing your critical thinking skills. You're practicing okay, where can I find this answer? What makes sense to do next? And then when you can't figure it out, I think that's the point when you should be asking your professor, asking your TA, or asking, checking the book again first. Please, check the book first. (laughs) (laughs) Please, students. Please, please please check the book first. And I think critical thinking skills are so highly developed during the chem labs. Yeah. Because at least, like, downstairs, you know, for a lot of kids, it's their first time titrating, you know? Mm-hmm. And they get really freaked out when you optimize for like 22 mils, and you know, their endpoint ends up delivering a total volume of like 20 mils. And they're like, is this right? Like, did I do this yeah, okay? Like, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, let's take a step back. Let's look at this as a whole. Your endpoint, it's light peak. It's perfect titration. That's yeah. great. I was like, you recorded your initial volume. Look at that initial volume, you know? It's at point oh one, whatever. Like you're nearly perfectly zeroed. Yeah. 
your endpoint. You know, like you got just over twenty one milliliters or yeah. just over twenty or whatever it is yeah. that freaked them out. You're like, okay, so you ended up delivering, you know, just shy of like twenty, twenty one mils, whatever it is. Look at your mass though. Yeah. You know, it's like it it'll be yeah. Like did you get exactly what you optimized for? And yeah. then they look at that and they're like, Oh no. And it's like, okay, so then does it make sense that we didn't use the total mass, you know, that we optimized for in 22 mils? We didn't get 22 mils exactly. Yeah. I was like, does that, do you see, like, the correlation between those things? And, you know, 95% of the time, if not greater, you know, like, it kind of clicks for them. They kind of see that, and they're like, oh, shit, like, you know, like, this actually kind of makes sense yeah. now. And it's a good sign, because it makes, it also shows, like, what they're doing works. Exactly. They optimized, they used less than that, so they got less than what they optimized to. Boom. Boom. Yeah, I, I know, still get confused <laughs> upstairs, don't still, worry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm sure you have to explain the exact same thing we did like five times and downstairs. I'll have students optimize and they'll be like, if I don't get the exact grams, like, is it okay? And I, you know, every week I'll tell them the same thing. Yeah, it's fine. Just I'm try like, to get close to it, you know? <laughs> I drill in their heads, uh, sorry for all our listeners, this is absolutely a tangent, but I was like, you know, I absolutely drill in their heads, like, you know, there's two things in a titration that are important. Your, uh, like, your titrate, your titrant, like, what's in the burette, like, your initial and final, and the molarity. Yeah. That's your first, like, super important thing, you always write that down, you always, you know, the utmost precision and accuracy with that. And what the fuck you're putting in your flask. Yeah. Whether it's KHP, whether it's fucking app, whatever it is, the mass of that or the volume of that, like whatever you're using to measure that, those are the two important things. Nothing else matters. Yeah. I was like, you spilled half the bottle of indicator in there. Am I going to be mad? Probably. Is it going to make you fail the experiment? Absolutely not. No. No. Uh, you added only five drops of water. <laughs> Is it going to be a crappy titration? It might be. But it's not going to make you, you have fail. all the stuff you need, you know? Yeah. I think it's another, like, point for critical thinking is, like, what's the information I need to get the information I want out of this titration? Like, exactly. Why am I doing this? To find, like, some mass or something. Okay, so what info would I need to do that, you know? Even, like, I don't know, I, like, throwing it back to, you know, like, in high school, when I was first taking chemistry, I think it was also my junior year mm-hmm. of high school, but, you know, we started covering the mole and, like, what a mole is, oh, like, how do you use it, all those goodies. And I think it was one of the first times where I was genuinely, like, full-blown lost and confused. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I don't know why we're doing this. Mm-hmm. Like, what is the point of this, you know? And I think I stayed lost in probably, like, a good couple of those lectures, you know, where I was just like, I, I don't know what the hell is going on. Yeah. And I had to take it, like, you know, a step back. I'm like, this is one of the first times that something wasn't, like, you know, slowly introduced to me in a, like, low-to-no-stakes environment. Yeah. Because half the time, you know, I think I did a lot of my learning from a different, like, teacher professor Mm -hmm. in a, like, zero-stakes environment. You know, like, I'd go up to my physics professor or something and be like, hey, like, how does this work? Or, like, what is the point of this? Like, yada, 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 you know, we're starting to cover thermodynamics and chemistry. Mm -hmm. Or whatever it is like what's what is going on yeah and you know they'd explain it in their like down and dirty way because you know at some point like you forget all of the like you forget like the full way to do it and you yeah. kind of have your like short yeah. abbreviated version that works perfectly fine yeah 
So that's always how I would learn things. And of course it would translate perfectly well and yada, 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 and it'd be good and golden. Yeah. And I never felt like I genuinely had to learn, learn, learn something in a class, if that makes sense. It was always kind of like, yeah, yeah, it was like you're filling in the gaps and you're just kind of practicing so that you can perfect it. Yeah. And for the first time in my life, I think it was like during that, it might've been before too, but I think that was the most jarring, like, you know, moment for me where I was like, what the hell do I do? Yeah. And you know, I, it was, for me, it was taking a step back and just kind of writing out a practice problem without any numbers. Like, where do I plug in what to get what? And you know, now, you know, I'm doing the lectures and I think I like half the time I like breeze through it because I no longer think it's, you know, a grand deal. Yeah. And you know, I catch myself doing it and I'm like, okay, crap, let's, you know, take a step back from this and let's try and explain it the same way that you learned it so that it might make more sense for a student, yeah. you know? Because it's like from a titration, you're going from molarity to grams basically, right? Yeah. Which to me is a super simple, you know, step because you're going from molarity to moles to molds to grams, to grams. Yeah. and I'm like oh you know it's three steps or yeah. whatever it is and they're all really that. simple multiplication or division or whatever it is they need to understand every step and they and need it's to like, know like why yeah and I think I don't know I've started breaking it down like what is molarity right it's moles over liters yeah. I'm like does that kind of like help you break it down I'm like you know you need to get to moles moles is your next step so what do we need to do, right? We need to cancel out liters. How do we do that? Oh, look at that. Your volume delivered. Isn't that in liters? Yeah. And again, it's like you see those little light bulbs and they ask you like once or twice, you know, like, hey, can you lead me through the first one? I'm like, yeah, sure. Like, this is what you're going to do. Yeah. You do the second one. And then by the second one, they're like, oh, cool. Like, I got it. Yeah. Or whatever it is. You're like, dope. Sick. You didn't even need me. Yeah. I had that. I had that sort of thing last week because we were doing a second week of an experiment it was titrations and the first week they were like they needed so much help they didn't understand what's going on like where do i optimize to what am i optimizing with what numbers do i use and then the next week they were just doing basically the same thing like zero questions yeah because they've learned and it's a beautiful thing it is it genuinely is i just i don't know i think in any profession where your job is to educate I think you get so much satisfaction and just, I don't know, like you're just joyous after it clicks for a student, you know? Yeah. Like you're, I don't know, I don't know if it's just kind of like looking inside of me like, damn, like I did a good job as a teacher being like, just I mean, almost in like, be a I, lot of that, you know? it, I feel like it is, but I feel like another part of it is, you know, after being with a student for this long, you know? So we're almost with them for four months. Yeah. I genuinely, like, I always call them my kids. Like, I was like, oh, my kids are fucking stupid yeah. this week or whatever. <laughs> like, holy shit, like, half of my kids finished early. Yeah. Or whatever it is. But I genuinely, like, I think to a certain extent, you kind of get emotionally attached in the way that, you know, a parent does with their child to the point where, you know, like, their successes are your successes. You're like, holy crap, they, like, they understood this, finally. Like, you know. from us. A, a lowly yeah. lab TA <laughs> and not their professor. Look it up. Exactly. I'm like, is it, I don't know. A lot of the math that we do in lab is definitely covered in lecture. Yeah. And half the time they don't understand it. Yeah. We're the crap like, in lecture. I'm like, you guys gone over it in lecture? And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, okay. 
so are we going to be good? And they're like, yeah. And then I realize they're not good. And I'm just making the announcement. Okay, guys, this is how we're doing. So does that make sense? Okay, let's move on. <laughs> yeah, no, literally. I, I don't know. It's like a joyous moment. Yeah. When it finally, like, you almost see that light bulb click and you're like, holy crap, it happened. My baby. My baby <laughs> succeeded. Yeah. I'm like, you know, and, and definitely, I think, like you said, like a part of it is like, I played a part. Yeah. You know? Like, I played a part in their success. Yeah. It's always so nice. Gratifying. Gratifying, really. Yeah. We hope that y'all have uh, those little moments in your life mm-hmm. when you can earn that self-satisfaction and that gratification. Just in your everyday life to life, you know? It can be yeah. something as simple as like, you know, I don't know. First time I went to Boba, I didn't understand how the fucking straws worked. <laughs> Dude, I know. <laughs> One time I realized like bottoms up is because the bottom goes up. Really? Blew my mind. Blew <laughs> my mind. And the bedroom is where the room with the bed. Yeah. I didn't think about that until like two years ago. I was like, oh, that's where the name comes from. <laughs> Bathroom. The room where the, the bath is. is. Gotcha. Blew my fucking mind, dude. Wild. And wild. Kind of embarrassing, but I think... Uh, my mind has just been consumed by my phone, and I don't so have enough critical thinking. <laughs> well, maybe you should take an intro chem lab. Maybe you should. Uh, if any of our listeners are, for some ungodly reason, coming to NAU and are currently a high schooler at this point, your senior year in high school, or for some I ungodly how reason you're, you're listening, listening to this, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, come to NAU, come take a lab. I think they're ridiculously fun. Yeah. All of the TAs are amazing. They want to be here. They want to teach you. You know, yeah. take advantage of that. Any other college you go to, I'm certain it's also true. But you know, I know your chemistry department here is really something special. It is. I generally I agree. But, you know, I think anywhere you go, if there's an educator there, they want you to succeed. Yeah. So know your resources. Take advantage of them. Inversely, if you are an educator. Be that resource for a student. Be the element that, you know, causes change. Be that, you know, force for good. No, I just remember you were once in their shoes. I forget that sometimes. Yeah, I feel you on that. I feel you on that. Well, they hit me out, probably hit me out in a coffee shop, teach that one little motherfucker that doesn't know how to use a boba straw or drink boba. Just stab it in it. there. Stab it in there and suck the juice. I started peeling mine. <laughs> I think I like always tried the first time too. My friend was like, "You fucking idiot! Bring it, give it to me." He was like, "Now drink it." Second time I did it, my dumbass didn't realize that there's a sharp, pointy end of the straw. No, and, like the blunt end. Yeah. Oh my god! So you were just. <laughs> I finally got it through because I was like, "This isn't going." Bah! And a fucking boba splashed everywhere. It's terrible. <laughs> Now Moral of the boba. story, I'm terrible. Yeah, <laughs> I'm terrible at drinking boba. I don't even think it's that good. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> I want a divorce. <laughs> okay, we're going to go sort this out. Y'all have a lovely day. Be the force for good. Mm-hmm. Be good. Have an amazing week. We will hopefully see y'all far more often. Yeah. I, I really uh, want to be there for you like I'm there for Kareem. <laughs>